Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome. My name is Robert Kuhn. You're listening to Destination Retirement. Thank you for joining us this great Saturday morning. Hope everybody has had uh, a good start to your weekend. I know spring, summer, winter kind of seems like we're dealing with everything, but I do want to thank everybody for joining. If this is your first time, welcome. Hopefully you uh, find some education, some value, and everything that we do here at Coon Capital Partners is geared towards that. If you are a repeat listener, thank you very much. If you're downloading from the podcast, welcome. The numbers uh, are great. We're very happy. I ask if anybody wants to catch all of our past shows, just simply go to KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on the radio tab and you can podcast the show. Send it on to anybody you feel may have an interest in listening. And um, if you want to have a conversation with us this week, as you know, Paige is my great assistant and she can set that time up for us. Just give her a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And, you know, obviously everything we do is to try to, you know, hedge against loss. You know, we're a fiduciary. Uh, we manage money for, for a living for individual investors. Generally, those investors are 50 plus. Uh, we don't have an account minimum. I think those investors with $100,000 uh, deserve the same type of intellectual capital or access to that intellectual capital that our clients that have $30, $40 million net worths um, uh, receive. So as fiduciaries, I think our job is to work to identify the most significant risks in your retirement goals and then create a portfolio of investments that can do our best to hedge against the worst case scenario. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody again for listening. And if you do want to reach out and have a conversation this week, call Paige at 630-492-1912. So obviously market is great. The market is bad. The market is all over the place. Interest rates, are they going up? Are they going down? Are we in a hard landing, soft landing? It's like, what is every retiree or those that are five to 10 years from retirement to make of this market? And I think one of the things that we do that's unique and different is really try to have an educational bias and share with you what it is that listeners um, who reach out kind of their concerns. And we talk to all types of investors. We talk to investors that have one or two questions and that's it. We talk to investors who want to have their portfolio reviewed. We talk to investors who think they don't have a plan. We talk to investors who think that they should, you know, they're paying too much in taxes and they just want confirmation of whatever it is that, you know, the answer or or questions rather that you, you know, currently are experiencing. And so my job, I think as 
the host of Destination Retirement is to try to shorten the length of time that it takes you to reach out to us. We often hear that I've been listening to your show for one year, two years, or I've listened to you on the radio for three or four years. And that's great that you're reaching out now. Just don't wait. I mean, you know, this is real. Markets are crazy. Um, You know that avoiding losses is probably what we believe the best way to beat the market over time. We think that, you know, if you lose less, then ultimately uh, you make more. It's a a motto that uh, we have always tried to adhere to. And, you know, so just reach out, you know, any question is, uh, you know, all questions are good questions. 630-492-1912. So a lot to get to this week. I want to, you know, I've read some really fascinating research on income and retirement. And, you know, we don't necessarily talk an awful lot about specific strategies or, you know, uh, you know, certain asset allocation um, strategies on the radio show. We try to be more broad based, but there are, I'm getting a lot of questions on income and generating income. And one of the things that I always, you know, will hear when I look at, you know, I don't know, you know, 300 clients or, you know, however many, you know, people that uh, reach out on a weekly basis, it it seems like the if you have kind of under that million dollar mark, it seems like you're very focused on income, which is great. And, you know, if you have, you know, two million, three million, four million, ten million, you know, the income focus isn't there. And, and I think that's wrong. I think that you have to, you know, no matter what your asset base is. We want to make sure that we're providing a tax efficient, you know, income stream that we can leverage distribution yields from banks or insurance companies that allow you to allocate less towards your income needs. And then that frees up, you know, the rest of the money or a larger portion of the money for uh, for growth. And, you know, I read an article this week and maybe you know, many people have, have seen it, but it, it really stuck out to me. And, and the title of the article was Fidelity and State Street, which, you know, obviously both very recogni- recognizable names. They push to make 401ks more like pensions. And, you know, <clears throat> I started to think about that. And, you know, why? Why would, you know, two very, very large institutions want to make their 401ks more like pensions. And, you know, the beautiful thing about a pension is obviously, you know, as long as that corporation is good, that you get the lifetime income. And that's phenomenal. And, I, it, and you know, we have clients that have large pensions. We have clients that have no pensions. We have clients that have small pensions. But the nice thing about a pension, when you're doing kind of the financial planning and you're in the financial planning process, that's income that you can count on. And, when I have these conversations with individuals, I'm so surprised that people just don't have an income plan. And I start to think about, well, what's that advisor going to do? And, and again, I referenced earlier on the show that, you know, if you have under a million dollars of investable assets, maybe you have a hundred thousand or you have 750,000 or just around a million dollars of investable assets. Generally in my conversations with those individuals, I can sense and they tell me that their you know goal for those assets is is to provide predictable tax efficient income you know throughout their retirement. And I look at again those clients who have 
significant means, you know, a few million dollars to 10 million to, you know, whatever, you know, where paying the bills necessarily isn't a concern of theirs, but they don't have an income plan. And I look at it and I say, well, what's your income plan? And what's the advisor's income plan? And generally, if they don't have an income plan, it's to dollar cost average out of the market when you need income. And you have to think about that. Is that the most efficient way to have an income plan? And I think the answer is absolutely not. Because what if we're in a sideways market for a longer period of time where we don't have you know predictable trend growth? Or what if we're in a down market and you're pulling money out of that portfolio and you're then having to have a greater rate of return just to get back to even because obviously there's less money in there to, to grow. So I really want to focus on, you know, different income planning type strategies. And so this really jumped out at me when Fidelity and State Street, you know, want to make their or make 401ks more like pensions because there's a lot of phenomenal um attributes of a pension, but there's also some major drawbacks of a pension. And, you know, obviously a lot of times you don't have a cost of living um, adjustment on an annual basis, especially with what's going on with inflation today. I mean, obviously it's very high, going to stay high, at least as our thought for much longer. So when we look at more retirement plans are offering annuity type options, you have to start to question, you know, why? And when you look at you know, there's millions of Americans that want and need predictable income, you know, certainly here in the Chicago market, you know, you work an entire career and so much of your success of your, then the distribution phase of, of, of kind of your, your investment life, meaning, you know, now I don't have new money to put in when the markets are down. So you can take advantage of a lot of those sell-offs is really dependent upon what kind of market are we in today? And that's nothing I can control. That's nothing that any advisor can control. Nobody can control it. And I want everybody to listen. I share the statistic often on the radio. If you had bought Microsoft in 2000, think about that. Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years to get back to even plus or minus. I mean, you know, you can do the math, but around 16 years, that's just to get back to even. And you had a lot of ups, a lot of downs during that period. And so what if we're in that type of a period now? Again, the job of an advisor is to make sure that we hedge against your greatest risk. So if you don't have an income plan, there's going to be issues and it's just not needed because everything we do is financial planning based. I mean, I think obviously that is a you know very, very major focus of our firm is to create a plan no matter how what your asset base is you need a plan you need that plan to maximize your income to maximize your opportunistic growth to hedge against losses to create a the greatest tax reduction um, investments uh, that are available to you i mean planning is is not some labor intensive um, all-consuming process. I mean, it's relatively painless and it's pretty easy. So when I look at, you know, investors out there that need, you know, to, to drive income and we hear, you know, the annuity word. And again, when you say annuity, it's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, emotions pop up. They're great. They're terrible. I don't understand them. They're complex. They're good. They're bad, whatever. Right. And I think the job of an advisor is to really decipher 
exactly what it is, you know, those strategies do and what, what it is those strategies don't do. So you have to think of, you know, when I look at an annuity, there's really two types of an annuity. You have the income annuity and then you have the uh, growth annuity. I call it the, you know, the, the, we have, we, that kind of fits a lot of times the protection account. We're trying to protect income or we're trying to protect uh, principal. And, you know, if you have an annuity, you have to get it re- reviewed simply because of where interest rates are. If you bought an annuity three years ago or more, they were priced on a very different interest rate landscape than where we're at today. So if you own an annuity, whether doesn't matter what type of an annuity, please reach out to us and let's let's give you a complimentary review of that. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, because interest rates are totally different. And so today on the growth side of, of the annuity, there are strategies out there today that you don't pay a commission. Now the insurance company pays the commission and it's always surprising to me that advisors aren't just a hundred percent transparent about that. I mean, everybody's getting paid. I mean, my goodness, even your clients, of course they wouldn't work for free, right? Why don't you just tell them how and and what you're getting paid? But the insurance companies generally pay a commission and, and that money is paid, you know, not directly from your account that that money comes from the insurance company and so if you invest a hundred thousand a million five million whatever then that money obviously all goes to work for you but the when you look at you know the annuities today you can get a principal protection annuity that gives you at least for the next 12 months current with current rates the first 15 percent of the s p 500 i mean with with no loss potential. I mean, it, it's principal protected. Now it's not FDIC insured, of course, backed by the, the issuer. And, um, but that's very compelling to a lot of individuals out there. If they know they can get 15%, at least that's where the rate is today with no downside, you have that game locked in every year. Well, it may make some sense to look at that, but where they really get unique is in the income space where you can get distribution yields. If you have a few years to, to invest it, of 7%, 8%, 9%, 10% on your original investment for the rest of your life. So you're just leveraging the balance sheet of an insurance company and, and the banks have great strategies as well. But, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, I guess I can sum up this first segment as kind of our income segment that we don't talk enough about it on the radio, but that is our sole. A lot of what we do is obviously focused to income, but if you don't have that clear income plan, and what you're going to do, you should. So give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. And uh, we'll have that conversation. When we get back, we're going to talk about what, what's going on with the markets. Are they going to drop? Are they going to go up? And uh, our thoughts and, and candidly, our concerns. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. 
listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are a fiduciary. <clears throat> We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. Everything we do is to identify investors' greatest risks. And through the financial planning process, I think our job is to create a portfolio that can maximize income, can maximize growth, can have the greatest hedges in place to protect from the downside. And that's what we spend our time doing. So we work with individuals who are generally 50 or older, those that are within five to 10 years to retirement, those that are within are currently in retirement. Those are the types of individuals that reach out to us. So a couple of ways to start the conversation with myself and my team. You can call Paige. Paige is um, our assistant, my assistant. She's fantastic. She's caring. She is thorough. She's accurate. She uh, will help you in ways that um, you'll just be very happy with. And I think that's so important in today's in today's world. So you can give her a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and set a time for us to have a conversation this week. Those conversations generally are 15 to 20 minutes, uh, really just to, to hear why you, did you reach out and, and what it is that, you know, we can do to help you. And if we can help you, we're going to go down that path. If we can't help you, we're going to, you know, certainly try to find somebody who can, but uh, our job is to, to listen and to answer your questions that you have. And then we just kind of go from there. So 630-492-1912, visit the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. I've been told the website's too busy and I completely agree. Uh, it is busy and it's not client friendly or user friendly. And so we've made the corporate decision to uh, make some changes to that. We want to simplify it. We want to uh, just make sure that uh, the information that we have is there's really three or four general points. I think that every investor should uh, be concerned about uh, tax mitigation. That certainly is going to be a very, very big focus of ours. Uh, going forward. And we'll talk a lot about that today, especially if you have over a million dollars or some strategies that I think you must be aware of. Um, and, and again, you know, we want to share those on uh, those kind of those features on the website in a way that's easier to uh, for you uh, to kind of read and learn about us and see if you ultimately want to reach out and have that conversation. So uh, you can listen to all the shows. We do podcasts as radio shows. So we're very happy uh, with that um, each Individual show, um, you know, there are some shows that get more listeners, but, uh, you know, that's kind of how I judge my success, uh, whether I'm doing a good job on the radio is by how many uh, downloads we get. So I do ask if you find any value in what we're doing to please share those uh, shows uh, with anybody who who may have some interest or some need, because we're certainly here to uh, help out. So uh, let's get to the markets. Markets this year have uh, been great. Uh, NASDAQ has been great. Uh, S&P has been strong. Uh, the Dow has lagged. Um, you know, we're getting in, in kind of bumping against uh, some levels in the market that it's going to be very interesting to see kind of which direction we go. Uh, earnings were uh, a concern. Uh, so far, earnings uh, this uh, quarter have been actually better than expected. And when you look at statistically, uh, it's good. But, you know, the market uh, is really forward looking. And so what happened last quarter is I don't want to say it's irrelevant, but, you know, investors are not putting a lot of stock in that. Everything is forward looking. And so we're really trying to pay attention to guidance. 
And I'm asked often, what do I think is going to ultimately happen in the market? And generally I, I, I say, well, if I knew I, well, at least I'm thinking this, right? Well, if I knew, I probably wouldn't be sitting here having a conversation with you or anybody for that matter. Um, and there's just really nobody knows. And, you know, good returns do happen over time. But so much of this industry has become, um, you know, just sit and wait, just sit and wait, just sit and wait. And, and I think investors can be more proactive. And, and I put a lot of the onus on investment advisors. I think they're very self-serving in a lot of instances. I think they don't, uh, when you look at transparency, I don't think the transparency is there. I don't think the transparency um, as far as how individuals are getting paid, advisors are getting paid is there. I think there are major conflicts of interest. I think um, when you look at, you know, what this industry has become, everybody wants annual recurring revenue. I mean, that that's in any industry, any business, that's what you want. And that's no more prevalent uh, in, or it's very prevalent, obviously, in, in the investment advisory world, it, where if you manage 100 million, 500 million, a billion, 2 billion, whatever that number is, and you're getting a fee on those assets, you have to wonder, are you being as proactive as you can? Are you being as cutting edge as you can? Do you have, you know, uh, strategies that are easy to implement for investors. And, and if you have over a couple million dollars, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know, you know that we have uh, a fund. It's called the KCP Opportunity Fund. It's a fund that has maximum flexibility, can go anywhere, can go short, can hedge, can, I mean, there's just so much that you can do with that. And it's a very easy way for myself to incorporate cutting edge strategies for the masses, where if I have to do individual accounts, which we do, and we have a lot of clients that have individual accounts, obviously with us, I don't know, you know, four or five, 600 accounts. I'm not you know, quite sure what the exact number is, but you know, it's very hard to, uh, if you're not set up in a fund structure where you can do a single trade for a single fund and then every investor, um, you know, it immediately, you know, has, uh, it trickles down to, to their accounts. It's, very challenging for individuals to be or advisors to be very proactive when it comes to managing risk. Just, just the sheer structure of how the business and the industry works. It's very challenging. And I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, most investment or, or most clients that I hear that reach out to us, it's you're on this roller coaster. You're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. And you're really just, you know, paying for something that you could ultimately get on your own. And so when it comes to returns, yes, they happen over time. There's absolutely no doubt about that, but you have to be constructed current, you know, the right way to begin with. And, and again, we have kind of a bucket system, a sleeve system, call it whatever you want. But I think you have to silo your investment portfolio. You have to have protection, whether that's growth, whether that's income. You have to have growth. You have to have opportunistic growth and you have to have alternative. And we'll talk a lot about the alternative strategy uh, today because of, of, of its tax time. And, and, you know, a lot of people paid a lot more in taxes than they needed to. So, you know, question, are stocks headed for a sell off? I mean, you know, I think when you look at the surprise failures of midsize banks, it, it's a cost uh, cautionary tale for investors that are wondering if U.S. stocks are poised for a comeback or a correction. And, you know, there's been a lot of uh, issues. There's been a lot of headlines. You've had a lot of bank failures. I think that underscores the risks that 
Um, you know, recession is potentially looming. And I think we're looking at tightening credit, which makes it difficult for businesses to borrow money, which inevitably could lead to hampering growth. And just as bank failures happen, sometimes they happen gradually, sometimes they happen suddenly, an earnings recession could take investors by surprise. And so if that happens, then yeah, there there is a you know, there is a high probability that we could see some volatility. And I, I love volatility because I think there's a lot of money to be made during volatile periods if you're positioned correctly. The challenge is, is most people aren't. And and so that's my job. And if you don't know if you're positioned correctly to take advantage of, you know, the average inter-year drop, um, I, I, plus or minus again, is about 14% a year. So from the highest high to the lowest low, you're going to see on average a 14% swing. And there's money to be had there. It may be that you're opportunistic or your alternative strategies are capturing that volatility. But that's the challenge is you want to make sure that you have, again, we talked about sleeves, we talked about silos, buckets, whatever, you know, the protective bucket, the growth bucket, and then the opportunistic and the alternative. Those could be very critical buckets that if the growth bucket is down, we want to make sure that hopefully the other two buckets are actually doing well so we can compensate for just kind of the losses that the market may experience. So if you don't know if you can handle that volatility or thrive during those volatile periods, uh, give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So, you know, there's a passage, uh, we're big readers. I'm a big reader in Ernest Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises in which a character is asked how he went bankrupt. And he says, well, there's two ways, gradually, then suddenly. And I think that is a good description of kind of recent bank failures. Losses from, you know, this is, I want to caution this and preface this by saying, as of right now, I don't think this is anything, uh, there, there are very, there's really no parallels to what happened in 2008 and, and what we just went through. So I do want to caveat, you know, what I'm saying by saying, I don't think this is 2008, at least not yet, but there have been losses from long duration treasury holdings built up gradually over the past year. And as you know, depositors that were highly concentrated in high tech companies and startups and certain banks that were concentrated in, in those periods, when you start to have those investments, when you start to have a run on the bank, you know, run on the bank, isn't, you know, lining up anymore. I mean, I, I think I read that you had $40 billion uh, taken from a bank in, in less than a day, I believe. I thought it was four or five hours. That, I don't know who factors that in when you're doing your, your risk budget and your risk uh, analytics of what could happen. I think that's totally new. But when you start to have deposits flow out, and then to keep with your current ratios of the bank and you're fo- forced to sell assets that are meant to be held, in, you know, for example, the 10 year bond by the bank. And then they have to realize those losses. I mean, that's an oversimplification, of course, what, of, what, of what is going on. But yeah, risk happens and it happens gradually and then it happens suddenly. So I think, you know, if we look at what's going on in the market, you know, the fact is that the Fed began raising rates a year ago. Almost a trillion dollars in deposits have left the banking system. 
you throw in an already already tight uh, lending standards, and it's really no surprise that credit growth is shrinking. And if that isn't enough, last week when we had you know those issues with the small banks, it you know we saw a lot of instances. We saw the biggest monthly drop in the regional bank space in twenty to thirty years. And you know when we look at you know what is going on in the market again, we're in, during earnings seasons right now, so. Are earnings going to drop? And if you look at valuation, is the valuation of the market too high based upon the earnings that these corporations are going to produce? So the question is, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a high likelihood that, you know, we could see a significant sell off. And the problem with this industry is they want to tell you that you can't take advantage of those sell offs. Well, the answer, they're not doing it with the bank. I mean, look at Goldman Sachs. Look at a lot of these big brokerage firms that their trading made up for a lot of the losses in, in, in other areas of their business. So you absolutely can take advantage of the volatility. You absolutely can buy and sell investments and take advantage of the volatility. The challenge is what portion of your portfolio is geared towards that? And I'm here to tell you that there's a high likelihood that not having that silo, that bucket, that sleeve approach like we do, is limiting your growth, is increasing your volatility because, yeah, our protection bucket, whether it's growth or income, we want it protected, period, end of story. That may be 10%, it may be 50% of your portfolio, but that's what we want. Our growth bucket, yes, it's buy and hold. It is trying to look at Date through you know thousands of data points of forward-looking data points of which companies give us the best chance to succeed, and when that company doesn't meet that criteria anymore, they're re- they're removed. So yes, that strategy is a buy and hold strategy. But then you have two other buckets of your overall portfolio that is not buy and hold. Well, one is certainly not buy and hold, and the opportunistic that's there to take advantage of volatility today. And then you have the alternative, and and we'll talk about that next segment, but. So, yeah, I I think the market is potentially ready for a pretty good sell off. And if it does, that's fine because our opportunistic bucket is positioned for that. So if you don't have those four buckets, those four distinctly different strategies, let's have a conversation. 630-492-1912, And um, we'll uh, share with you what we're doing. So when we get back, we're going to talk about alternatives. What are alternatives? What currently strategy are we using? Why do we like it? Why do we not like it? And uh, we'll go from there. So more after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want defined outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a fiduciary. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We're financial planning based. I think that is so critical. I think we have to make sure that you have a plan in place. Would you ever get on a commercial airplane if the pilot did not have a documented, filed flight plan? Clearly, hopefully, the answer to that is absolutely not. Uh, well, 
let's talk about that with your investment plan. And why do you not have one? Why is it not updated? So if you don't have one and you are concerned about maximizing growth, reducing volatility, maximizing income, uh, limiting your tax liabilities, um, so many different things that we can look at as far as what it is that we do. Uh, if you don't feel like you have that plan in place or you want it refreshed, give Paige a call. She'll set some time up for us to have a conversation this week. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. You can also visit the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. And uh, we do podcast the radio show, so please share that, listen to it, download it, like, subscribe, all those good things. Uh, it would be great. Uh, again, we view our success on the message as far as how many people are hearing the message, because that's ultimately what uh, we're here to do is to educate and make sure that you have peace of mind when it comes to your investment. Really create a portfolio that can hedge against your largest uh, risks of whatever success in retirement looks like for you. So give us a call, give us a download, visit the website. So let's get into um, alternatives. And you know, we've talked a lot about kind of our portfolio thought process. Portfolio construction is so critical. Uh, unfortunately, 99% in a you know, whatever that percentage is, it's pretty high of investors that call us. They own two things. They own stocks and they own uh, or equities and they own bonds. And that's not diversification. That is absolutely positively not diversification. Uh, it maybe was diversification in the 80s, but probably not even in the 80s. But it's certainly not diversification today. You may think, well, I'm diversified. Okay, fine. What makes you say that? Well, I've got or I own 50 stocks, 100 stocks, 10 ETS, 10 mutual funds, a tons of, you know, ton of bonds. Well, you're not diversified. The number of investments doesn't mean diversification. And the challenge is, you know, the retail financial advice space, that's what you own because advisors just don't want to be different. It, 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 safety in numbers. And I have this conversation with my son all the time and we kind of disagree a little bit on it, but uh, you're going to start hearing a whole lot more uh, from Andrew. Andrew is going to be joining us uh, on the show uh, starting next week. So I think that'll be pretty engaging and it'll be very thought provoking. And uh, you can, can kind of hear, you know, from uh, someone who's, um, you know, younger than uh myself at 48, kind of, you know, what it is that they, uh, what he thinks in, in kind of, you know, his philosophy on investment management. And I think you're going to find it that we don't always agree. And, and I think some of the debates are going to, you know, be pretty fun. And I, I bet that you'll, you'll like to hear it. So stay tuned uh, for that. But so when we look at diversification, um, you're just not diversified. And that's why, you're on that Wall Street roller coaster, the market roller coaster. Yep, and you're down. You just look at CNBC, and whatever the market did that day is exactly what your portfolio did. And it's no wonder that you're leaving, or well, people are nervous, number one, but you're leaving so much to chance at potentially the wrong time. And if you're over 50 or if you're in retirement, that's the wrong time to leave anything to chance, especially in this market. So one of our core tenants, our core sleeve, our core bucket um, <clears throat> of, of our portfolio as, um, you know, construction process is alternatives. 
all an alternative is, is it's not a stock or a bond. I mean, that's in its simplest form, that that's exactly what it is. So we work with a lot of clients who own a lot of real estate and that's great. That's an alternative. And when you look at what's going on in the market today, one of the benefits of the alternative strategy, you can go and just Google Yale's endowment, Harvard's endowment, and then type in asset allocation. So Yale endowment, asset allocation, or Harvard endowment, asset allocation, or wherever you went to school, if you did go to school, uh, or if you didn't, you know, pick your favorite college and, you know, put endowment asset allocation. And what you're going to find is you're going to find substantial or significantly different asset allocation than what you have. Now, there's a reason, number one, for that, because they're much larger pools of money. Okay. So I don't, so many advisors say we want to, you know, we want to have your investments look like an endowment. Well, you can't. Okay. But you have to ask questions when you look at their asset allocation. Why do they have so much of their portfolios that are not dedicated or, or the, re, the success of, of those investments are not dependent upon the stock or bond market. And, and that's the alternative sleeve. And I think, you know, one of the main reasons is, is because you can, you know, when, when you look at the markets, the markets are going to go up, the markets are going to go down. But the beautiful thing about the alternative space, as long as you have a good one, I mean, it, there's tons of risk, just like anything. But those investments are going to pay distributions or dividends or or whatnot, independent of or not reliant upon the success of the stock or bond market. So the strategy that we're utilizing is in the energy infrastructure space, and it's so predictable. It's so boring. doesn't mean that there's not risk. I mean, there's there's risk in everything. And I think, you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is the fact that, you know, we probably spend more time on the risks because, you know, nobody, my goal is to make sure nobody comes to me and says, you didn't tell me this, you know, a year or two or three years from now. And so we're very, very transparent about the pros and cons of any investment. But when you can get substantial tax savings, when I tell you tax savings, I mean, to the tune of if you invested $100,000, you know, 60 to $80,000 that immediately is coming off your, your taxable income or is there to reduce capital gains or you know, reduce the sale of a property and, and, and those gains. There are significant tax benefits in the alternative space if you have the right investment. And the one that we use, we feel clearly is the right investment to where you can drastically reduce your taxable income. That's a big deal. If you're a high wage earner, you sold a business, you sold a building, uh, or you just don't want to pay taxes or you want to, you know, I want to qualify that is you want to take advantage of every legal opportunistic tax benefit available, well, this is a great strategy where you invest a hundred thousand. I mean, there's high likelihood that 60 to $80,000 you're going to be able to, to reduce from uh, your tax bill that's owed. So that's number one. That's big. That's very, very big. So the alternatives can, can provide significant tax benefits, but what's nice about it is that the distributions. So this strategy is currently paying a 10% distribution and that's paid monthly. So it's an annual number, 10% annually uh, paid monthly. And it's not dependent upon what happens in the stock, not directly dependent upon clearly what happens in the stock or bond market. So if you think about, we have the protection bucket, we have the growth bucket, we have the opportunistic bucket, then we have the alternative bucket. So let's say we go into a correction. Let's say the market drops substantially. Well, your protection bucket's not going to get hit. Let's say the growth bucket 
loses money. Let's say the opportunistic bucket loses money as well. Well, you have the alternative bucket and that is paying the distributions or the dividends or whatever, you know, the income that they're paying. So just right there, you have two buckets that one's not losing. The other one, you're still making 10%, assuming that the distributions are paid. And and those are things that we have to talk about. And that minimizes the loss of the growth bucket and the opportunistic bucket. So it's very reassuring, very comforting for many investors to know that a lot, the success of this individual investment is not dependent upon interest rates, not dependent upon stocks, not dependent upon all of that craziness. And you can reduce your taxable income substantially. Now you have to have a million dollar net worth or $200,000 of income uh, or $300,000 of income um, jointly. So there are some criteria. That's not my criteria. That's just the criteria of, of, of the investment, which I think is wrong. And hopefully it's being changed because I think everybody should should have um, you know access to to those types of investments. So if you want to reduce taxes, if you want to smooth out the volatility, if you want to uh, have some a strategy that's not dependent upon the overall stock and bond market, but can pay you know pretty substantial distributions when you look at it. Uh, I don't think anybody's complaining about 10% to certainly, you know, in, in, in this market. And if the market goes down, um, they certainly won't be, con- you know, complaining about it. Give us a call. Let's have a conversation about it. You know, there's risk and there's reward. And my job is to make sure we go over all of those equally. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Let's have that conversation. And, and one last note before, before the segment ends. If you're with a large bank or a large brokerage firm, I don't, those strategies aren't available to you. And we can talk about why. So if you're with a large bank or a large brokerage firm, those strategies aren't available to you. So we really have to have that conversation. Again, 630-492-1912. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent or a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. I think the job of any good advisor is to make sure <clears throat> that we are identifying the greatest risks to your success in retirement and doing all that we can to hedge against those risks. You know that you hedge against, we talked about it a lot at least, that you hedge against every most risks in your life. If you have life insurance, health insurance, car insurance, homeowners insurance, renters insurance, I mean, you know the, uh, the drill, then you're hedging against the unknown. You're trying to protect and limit loss against the unknown, but yet when it comes to your investment portfolio, um, you don't have any hedges in place. And I think we've gotten away from it, certainly on the radio show of talking about that because it's so second nature to me. It's something that we incorporate in every single financial plan that we do, that it is a differentiator. It absolutely positively is a differentiator between us and other firms without a doubt. 
uh, because unfortunately, when we look at portfolios and, and I know, I don't know how many hundreds of advisors that I loosely call friends, um, that there is no hedge. The hedge is only an up market. So if the market goes up, you're fine. If the market goes down, we have nothing inside of your portfolio that can actually protect or do well. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I want to get into financial planning and exactly what financial planning is. Uh, It's boring. At least I find it rather boring, but uh, it's critical. And, you know, I, I say it's boring. I guess it's boring to relative to uh, kind of the investment side. I think that is much more exciting, but it's a critical aspect of it. And I think so many people think you need to have millions of dollars to have a financial plan. Uh, I, you know, if you work with us, you're going to have a financial plan and, you know, we work with investors who have a hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars, $5 million net worth of, you know, $50 million. Uh, so it's, you know, to me, it, it's really irrelevant what you have. We always like to say, whatever you have, you're rich period. End of story. It doesn't matter what other clients have. Uh, I'm often asked, you know, do you, you know, do I have enough compared to others? And and it's like, well, it doesn't matter what others have. I mean, let's look at your lifestyle and, and let's look at your plan and uh, we'll, we'll tell you if you have enough or if you need to be concerned. So uh, if you want to, to strike up that conversation with us, certainly give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, or visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com, and uh, we do podcasts every show. So uh, financial planning, uh, it's, you know, when we look at kind of everybody has a different kind of thought process on a financial plan, you know, advisors do it one and done. Um, they show you a great plan when you're trying to become a client. I think a plan is a, is, is a fluid document. I think a plan is in today's day and age. There are three uh, or four major software providers that everybody uses, and then they you know white white label it and put their logo on it. Um, so there's nothing really proprietary about the overall planning process or the planning software. Um, I think you know some people charge for it. Um, you can charge a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars for a financial plan. Um, if you're a client of ours, then, then there is no charge. If you, if you want to just have us run a plan and, and you implement everything on your own, we certainly can do that as well. We can have a financial planning agreement. Uh, generally those plans start at a thousand and, and they can go upwards of 10,000. It just really depends upon the complexity. Um, but we, you know, when we look at what a financial plan is, I think in its simplest form, it's a comprehensive process between you and I and my team and you that involves assessing your current financial situation and building a specific plan to uh, achieve your financial goals. That's it, your financial goals. And when you look at what a plan, it's usually, you know, it covers all aspects of it. If you have, you know, if you own businesses, if you have concentrated stock positions, if you have stock options, if you have, uh, restricted stock. If you, I mean, we can get as, as detailed in a plan as you want. Um, generally, uh, you know, those investors that have a hundred thousand to kind of 5 million, a lot of the plan is really geared upon your probability of success in retirement. Uh, what that means is here are my resources. Here's what I need to take out or what I want to take out in retirement. And can I do it? What is the probability of success that I'm going to achieve that? Well, one of the things that you have to be aware of 
uh, is the outliers. <laughs> I mean, outliers happen. And that's an issue. And in, in, in those, they happen more often than you would like to think, unfortunately. And if we just go back to 2000 and we look at some of the outliers, well, you had 2000 to 2003, which, you know, market was down, uh, you know, going off of memory here back, you know, 23 years, but, you know, 9, 12 and 22% somewhere in that range, right? So that, those are three down years. It was an outlier. Uh, then you had 2008. Well, that was really an outlier, obviously, with the markets being down 37%. And then you had an outlier on the positive side where, you know, the stimulus was, you know, what happened from after the great financial crisis. Uh, they did everything they could to prop this market up to levels that just are not sustainable. At least I don't believe they're sustainable. So then we had 2008, I mean, 18 rather. Uh, then we had 2020, we had COVID, right? So we had that market. And then we had uh, 2022 where the markets were down, you know, almost 20%. Fixed income was down anywhere from 15 to 30%. So if you had target date funds, and if you think target date funds are the most appropriate way to manage risk, we need to have a conversation. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. It's the easiest way, but that doesn't make it the, the most efficient way. And And here we are now. So you have to realize that when you do a financial plan that, yeah, we are looking for and we're talking about and covering a variety of areas, budgeting, investment management, retirement planning, taxes, savings, estate planning, insurance. So the goal of a financial plan is to ensure that you make the most of your money. And that ultimately is, you know, I think what it boils down to. We want to, you know, work towards achieving, you know, whatever financial goals that you, um, you have and, and very, you know, I don't know if I have, I mean, you know, a lot of the basic goals are well retirement, but, but we can, there's so much more than just retirement, maybe, you know, paying for your grandkids education or, you know, giving money away, whatever it is, you know, we can plan for it. And so I think as investors, uh, financial planning can help you make informed decisions about your investments. Our job is to give you a clear picture of your current financial situation and your future goals. And it can help you identify certainly your risk tolerance and develop investment strategies that ultimately align with your goals and risk tolerance. And I've found more times than not, when you meet with us or if you call Paige, um, and, and, you know, first thing you're going to receive is a risk analysis questionnaire. It, it, do it online. I mean, it, you go to a website, kcprisk.com, kcprisk.com, and you complete it. Uh, it takes all of five minutes, but it'll give us just a very 30,000 foot overview of, you know, kind of how you look at risk. And so much of, I think, of your answers are geared to what kind of environment we're in. And, and that's an issue. And, and that's another issue that unfortunately, you know, we have to have a conversation at a later date and I'll probably wait till Andrew joins us next week to get, you know, to go over this, but people's risk tolerance changes. And when you, there's nothing more frustrating than when somebody has a risk tolerance and is very risk averse and you put a portfolio together of investments that meet, their goals and objectives. And then the markets, you know, continue to run like they did in, you know, the, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, and then they are not happy. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy to me that, 
you know, you deal with, with some individual investors and we just don't work well with, with, with those types of investors, but that's a, uh, you know, a rabbit hole that we can go down, you know, we'll save that for, for when Andrew joins us uh, next week. But, you know, financial plans, I think they can also help you monitor your investments and, and allow you to adjust your strategy as your circumstances change. So kcprisk.com if you want to start that process, but that gives us just an overall idea. And so the point I was trying to make before I, you know, kind of lost my train of thought, which I tend to do more and more these days when it comes to the radio show, but hopefully you, you like you know, how I communicate, you know, I, I know sometimes it can be maddening and frustrating, but, um, you know, my job is to just try to give you information that I think is, is actionable, but there's a mismatch between, uh, your risk tolerance or what your perceived risk tolerance is and how your investments are currently invested. And that's the challenge. And that's something that I think must be addressed in the industry. I think it must be addressed. Um, financial advisors must wake up and make sure that you are constructing portfolios that clients know f- going in, whether it's going to, you know, may not produce the returns that you want or may produce much more potential losses than you want, you know, those are things that we have to do. And, and, and we like to give that risk tolerance to our current clients often because it's, it's just important to know what the investor thinks of risk. Because what I think of risk and what you think of risk could be two totally different things. And, and what I think you think is really irrelevant because it's your money, right? I mean, it's not, I don't need to sleep at night when pertaining, you know, your investments, you need to sleep at night. And so I think we have to look at, you know, risk tolerance a lot differently. And it's something we're going to spend a lot of time on this year, the second part of the year. And I'm going to challenge, you know, listeners that if you don't have a financial plan, if you don't have a risk tolerance plan, if you don't have a risk mitigation plan, if you don't have an income maximization plan, if you don't know what your income strategy is going to be, whether you have $100,000 or $10 million or $20 million of investable assets, then, then we need to have a conversation. So financial planning is important. It's a process. And I think it's required. It's not a one-time event, but a continuous process that can help you stay on track and achieve ultimately your financial goals. And and that's what we're here to do. So hopefully, um, you know, you've gotten a lot out of uh, this show this week. Um, again, to have a conversation with us, um, with me, uh, that's generally how we start every relationship is just to learn a little bit more about what you're doing, a little bit about, you know, kind of our thought process. We want to make sure that there's a match. Uh, if there's not, we're going to tell you and we're going to try to provide some referrals or at least give you some ideas on what you should do next if we're not going to be a good fit for you. Uh, you know, the markets are challenging, but here's the beauty. If you're willing to look at the world in a unique way, which, you know, our portfolio construction model is unique again, protection, whether it's on the growth side, which is, you know, we can get up to 15% currently, um, of the S and P 500 without any possibility of loss or income. You can get substantial distribution yields. If you have a few years to, to let that investment cook, that's a, a, a really strong, you know, <clears throat> allocation that we need to look at. It's a great sleeve. It's a great, um, you know, uh, just, just part of the overall plan. Uh, we have your growth plan. So we want to make sure that we have growth assets. We 
have the opportunistic plan, uh, the opportunistic sleeve rather. Um, so that money is going to act independent of the other sleeves. And then we have the alternative sleeve. And, and when you have those four sleeves, we think it gives you the best chance to succeed. Now, here's the downside. It's sometimes takes, you know, several conversations, several meetings, several Zooms to really understand what each sleeve does and why we have each of those sleeves. And we're okay with that. If, if you're not willing to, uh, if you want more of the same, we're just not that group for you. With that being said, we'd love to have a conversation with you this week. Uh, Paige will set that up. You can call her at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. You can visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. And next week, we're going to have Andrew, my son, investment advisor, sharp, and just looks at the world uh you know, just in a unique way with us going forward on the radio show. So we're looking forward to that. So everybody have a great week. I hope, I hope we get to have a conversation this week. Reach out to Paige if you'd like to schedule that. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.